to a special Cellar Dive episode of... Ba-ba-ba-ba, Brutal Battle. That's right. This is the 12th Cellar Dive really? we've done. Yes, number 12. Um, yeah. And uh, we have plenty of cellar beers, so for the foreseeable future, there shall remain to be Cellar Dive episodes, basically. So once again, we're doing this like we've been doing it, kind of like a competition. Rebecca picked two cellar beers. I picked two cellar beers. And we're going to go at it. It's interesting because we picked similar things. Well, like, her two were similar and my two are similar. Well, because what kind of beers do you have in your cellar? Right. There's not a huge difference. But sometimes, you know, I'll do one of one kind and one of another. Or yeah. you will. You know, I'm just saying it's it's kind of funny. So, um, tasting order, I, pro- I had thought about doing it where it would be my two first and then yeah. your two. But then I was like, no, I kind of feel like we can alternate. Yeah. Okay. Um, especially with how the flavors I think will be. I have not had, I've had one of these beers before. Only one. This one. Yes. The, yeah. fi- the final one I've had before. Okay. Let's get to it. Let's get it on. Okay. So the first one is in a 16 ounce can and it is Black Current Goza Older Pro by Union Craft Brewing out of Baltimore, Maryland. And this is a 4.5% alcohol beer so it's their goza aged in chardonnay barrels with black currants uh if you've been following our podcast for a long time you know that we've talked about old pro and older pro before and in the past i think we had the mango version of older pro on the podcast courtesy of jason evans but it was that was a while ago that's at least a year ago Probably more. Oh, way more than a year ago. Maybe two years ago at this point. But yeah, so it's been a while. But Rebecca was at Union, mm-hmm. and she found this there and picked it up, which I was kind of surprised because for a while, they were doing can releases at the brewery for their older pros, and they were selling out same day. So I don't know. There was a lot there. I feel like I haven't seen announcements for them doing this anymore. So I think what they're doing now is just being like, Whatever, we don't want to go to the trouble of doing these can releases. We'll just put them in the the tasting room in a cooler and say, you know, you can purchase these, take them home. Mm -hmm. I know that Kevin Blodger, the head brewer there, has in the past been vocal about not liking the idea of these can releases of people waiting in line for beers. He kind of finds it absurd. So they were doing it for a while. I don't know if that's something he advocated to not do or what the situation was there, but... I wonder if it, yeah. did it correlate with them moving to their new space? Uh, I think it may. I think it may. But honestly, like, they do so well. Like, people love Union. I love Union. And they do so well, I feel like they don't need to have special cam releases, really. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah, so they had, they had plenty of this. It was, I think this was, was this $10 a can or 14 I don't know. It was you good. were the one who paid for it. You called me and you're, or you texted me and you're like, here's what they have available. Do you want me to bring some home? And I'm like, uh, older pro? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, look at that color. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, I know. And I wish I would have got maybe some crawlers of things, but. Yeah. Cause they had just put out their divine yeah, IPA. Delicious. Yeah. Which you've had. I have not yet had. Um, and yes, divine, it was named after the, um, drag actor. I'm sorry, drag actress, uh, Divine, who was in a bunch of John Waters films. 
And Union, if people know Union, they do a lot of beers that have names based on John Waters films. So, and yes, they got permission from John Waters to do that. They have a lot of Baltimore pride, so it makes sense. So this this looks... so pretty. Yeah. It's like purplish, reddish. It's got a really nice, like, pinkish, reddish head to it. It looks gorgeous. Mm. Can't really see through it. It's kind of hazy. Ooh, it smells so fruity. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what blackcurrant... Right. I mean, it. I would probably say raspberry. Yeah, I could see that. Or like blackberry, blackberry boysenberry. Some, yeah. Yeah. Like a dark berry. Yeah, I'm not super familiar with blackcurrants either. It's just one of those things. But it smells really fruity. You can definitely smell the kind of like lemony tartness mm-hmm. throughout yep. each sniff. And I smell that kind of like softness with the salinity mm-hmm. that is a goza. Yeah. It just smells like a nicely fruited goza. Any, any barrel characteristic? So, I if you put this in front of me blind, I'm not sure I would be able to pick that out. But when I first sniffed it, I felt like I it smelled a little Chardonnay-like. I'm getting a little, like, grape yeah. characteristics. I'm not sure if I'm getting the barrel, but I think I'm getting that Chardonnay. Yeah. At least for me, Chardonnay grapes are very... They have a very particular smell and a very particular taste. You know, not all grapes for me, are super easy to to pick out. But Chardonnay is when it's in enough abundance. So you're already trying it? I'm sipping. I I love the fruit. It's Mm. nice and fruity. I'm kind of wishing there was more of that salt tartness that I love from their Old Pro. I think the barrel really just mellows the tartness and the salinity. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. I like mm-hmm. it though. I see what you're saying. I can pick up on the salinity in there, but it is a lot less than I remember there being an old pro and in the older pro mm-hmm. that we had some years ago. I don't know though. I might take that back because as I'm sipping it more, I think I'm getting more of that. Yeah, I still think it is lower. It's still there. It's still like yeah. a decent amount, but... I, I quite like this. I like, yeah. It does finish relatively soft for what you get up front. It's got like a sour kick up front that's like fresh fruit sour, like fresh black currants, I guess. And um, do you feel like you taste the wine? No. The wine barrel, the I'm Chardonnay? Not, no. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to say that I get that. It, it kind of plays more to me like, and where it could be getting lost is in, like, the the lemon sour right. that's coming through. Um, this is a nice very, beer. Very, very tasty. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm not at all disappointed with that. No, it's great. It's great. Low ABV, just... The fruit, yeah. You said it, like, the fruit level is really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. It's not really sweet, though. It's more of, like, when you have, like, tart berries. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I like that. Gozas are awesome, and gozas with fruit are, like, very awesome, in my opinion. Okay, so the next one is my pick. Yep. And it is called Fall. It is from Maine Beer Company from Freeport, Maine, and it is a coffee stout. And this was picked up while we were in Maine back not even a year ago. 
Yeah. A bunch of months ago. And it is 5.6%. It is a stout made with cold brew coffee. Nice. Cold brew is key. So this is, uh, when we were there, I remember there were a bunch of beers that we could taste. And this was not one we were able to taste. But it was, of the ones that that we were not able to taste, it was the only one available to go that we hadn't right. had before. Right. So I was like, well, we're, we should get that, just to know. Because we like main beer stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was such a fun trip. Oh, my God. I know. That was an amazing trip. I can't even decide if I liked that trip or our Boston trip more. Like, they were so... I don't know. They were both so awesome that it's just hard to tell. Okay. I feel like brewery experience-wise, Maine was more fun, in my opinion. Because we had a lot of fun at Oxbow. We had a lot of fun at Bissell Brothers and a lot of fun at Allagash doing, like, Mm behind-the-scenes type. Yeah. So, okay. Does it look like a stout? It's dark. Yeah. You know, it looks a little heavier, like a little thicker than I would think just a straight stout, in my opinion. Like, usually it's a little bit thinner where you can definitely see, like, some lighter color around the edges. And I kind of can, but not to the degree I usually do with just a regular stout. Plus, the head is a darker brown. It is. Than I typically get with a straight stout. I'm loving the look. I'm loving the smell. Whoa. Yeah. Coffee. Just a nice coffee... Does it smell a little... Chocolatey? Yeah, but does it also smell a tad bit floral? Oh, I was gonna... I feel like I smell a little floral note. I feel like sometimes I get that with certain coffee noses. Well, and that's legitimate. I mean, if you look at the bags, like the descriptors on certain beans and roasts that that, um, roasters have, especially when you're doing, like, more quality stuff, they'll even have on there, like, certain flower notes... And floral is a descriptor for some coffees. So, yeah, it could be the coffee. I think it's coming across to me like hops, to be honest. Okay. I'm getting malty, but as in malty, as in beer malty, but also like malt, like chocolate malt. Yes. That's a a good point. I definitely get that as well. Like, I'm getting both of them. And I feel like it's folding so well into that coffee, and it's like a medium roast. Yeah, it's like... Well, it's it's very well balanced, the nose. Like, I, I oh, can yeah. definitely tell it's a stout. I can definitely tell there's coffee in it. So I'm happy so far. Yeah, there's nothing that's hitting your nose that you're like, this is clearly outdoing everything else, or this is out of kilter. Everything just folds so well. And when I sniff it, I just think, this is really well made. This is really well crafted. It's kind of soft on the nose. So go ahead. Okay. So I went in. I think it's good. I think it's... For a 5.6% beer, it, it drinks like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it has a thinner mouth feel. Because it's just a straight stout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, I think it's aptly named fall because this is the perfect beer to drink mm. in the fall. I would definitely agree with that. So there are a lot of times where, we, where we've had just straight coffee stouts and we've been kind of disappointed because we want more body yeah. to back up the coffee. With this beer, I actually feel like I'm fine with the less body. Well, I feel like when you when it's a five percent beer, like this is what I was anticipating. You know, I think it delivered. Yeah, it's, right. It's, 
the stout itself is good. The coffee is good, and mm-hmm. they just marry well together. Yeah, but I'm just kind of saying from the from the aspect of we've had straight coffee stouts before. Oh, right. That have about that same ABV, but we've been kind of disappointed yeah. because. I don't know, I just feel like the coffee isn't properly backed up, and I feel like in this instance, I don't know if it was just the fact that they did a cold brew, or if it had to do with what beans they used, or if it's a combination of the particular beans and cold brew. And it did mention the um, roaster on there. I guess it's some some local, because they call them their friends. Um, Yeah, who is the roaster? Coffee by Design. I've never even hear, heard of them, but yeah, I guess coffee it's by design. more local to them. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, and I will say it's it's weird, but it's refreshing. Yeah, it's got it's, like a clean, refreshing finish, even though there's lingering coffee. Mm-hmm. It's good. I think you put it very well when you said this. This is a great fall beer. It, it's. I mean, it kind of says to me transition. Yeah. Like transition of the lighter beers from summer to the darker beers of fall. Like this is the perfect in-between to get there. I just love all the, I love everything about, I love the seasons, you know, like one season ends and I'm like, oh man, I'm like, oh, but I'm excited for what that next season brings. Yeah. I mean, there's always some something good. Yeah. With the next season. Okay, so we're going to go to the next beer, and um, yeah, this one's mine. As I said, we're alternating. So we've never had a beer by these guys before. Hmm. Uh, I did an episode recently where they were involved in a collaboration with someone, but we've never had a straight up one of their beers. So I got this one online. This was from Craft Beer Kings out of California. I've heard really good things about the sours that these guys do. This is the Rare Barrel, and they are out of Berkeley, California. And this is called Home Sour Home. It is a golden sour beer aged in oak barrels with peaches, cinnamon, and vanilla bean. Mm. And the ABV, if I can find it, is 6. Okay. 6% flat. Okay, so I have a bucket for this one because I don't trust it. No. Because it's, you know. Sour. Okay. No, no problem. Um, I always get nervous. Man. I've been like really digging cinnamon and beers. This I, this could be like a sleeper favorite for you. It could be. In I, my opinion. I, I know. Because when you said you want to do this one, I kind of zoned out after you said a sour. I know. That's I'm like, typical with I'm when like, you're eh. listening. <laughs> you stop listening when I'm like, it's a sour beer that's... And, and then, then I'm you're like... like wah, wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this, okay. I'm... It looks like a, I mean, it looks like a Goza to me. Yeah, I mean. It's very yellow. It's hazy. Yeah. There's not much head at all. No. Like, there's no head, pretty much. Um, just some bubbles around the edges, and they're super fine. Like, very, very small. Let's smell it. It smells soft. It does. It's very delicate, but I'm definitely getting the cinnamon, I'm definitely getting the vanilla, and I'm getting some lemon. I get the vanilla a lot. I really like the level of vanilla in the nose. Yes. And the thing is, it's at the end of each of the sniffs. I feel like I get like a slightly tart lemon up front. And then I feel like I get a little bit of the peach. And then I get the cinnamon. And then it finishes with like a pretty pronounced vanilla. And it just smells soft. Yeah. Delicate, I, soft. 
Man, that smells so good. It does. Yeah. It smells awesome. It's like a very complex nose. A little bit funky, too. It's got a little funkiness to it, letting you know that it's definitely like a barrel-aged sour, not a um, kettle sour. It smells awesome. Hmm? I really like it. Whoa. This beer. It's so light and delicate. Yeah. And it's sour at a level that I can appreciate because it's more... It's just lightly sour, more tart yeah. than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if I could, if I didn't know it was peach, I'm not sure if I would say peach. I can agree with that because that lemony tartness it's, kind of yeah. overpowers it a bit. Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely getting the cinnamon, but it's not, I'm overpowering. So it should be a level that you like. Yeah, I like it. And and the vanilla is just perfect. So the cinnamon's not as pronounced as I assumed it would be. Which is probably a good thing for me personally, because you know me well, and spices in beer. If it was any more, it wouldn't be balanced. Like right now, mm-hmm. it is very balanced. It is, yeah. And I think it's because it's so light. Yeah, any more, it would not. You definitely work. get the cinnamon, but it, it can also, if you're not concentrating, it can kind of squeak by, and you yeah. wouldn't necessarily know. So if you're paying attention, you can definitely get it. Like I feel like most of the flavors in there, it's like that, but um. I like the the vanilla finish in this mm. is really nice, and I think it helps give it a creamy quality. It's so cre- yes, yes, I yes. love that. It's this beer creamy. is kick ass. My only criticism is just with anything of this style, it's making me phlegmy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's that's how it's going to be. But going into it, exceed your expectation on that beer. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It exceeded mine. I I kind of thought that it was going to be more aggressive with the sourness. No, it's... I This is, like, my type of sour. Yeah, this is... This is, like, an easy one. You could easily pair this with a meal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Light things, though. You know, nothing, like, super serious, like a steak or mm-hmm. anything like that. But, I mean, going as dark maybe as, like, a pork chop. Maybe. But like probably chicken, more... Chicken, turkey. Fish. Fish would be yeah. really good for it. That's good, mm. man. Got a good lineup. Yeah, this is a this is a bitchin' lineup at the moment. Like really, and we've had the last one, but honestly, I don't remember how I felt about that. I don't, I don't really think we liked it. <laughs> then why'd you pick it? Well, cause I don't know. Man, that's so good. You were like, "What about this one?" I'm like, "Yeah." Okay, so the final one is Rebecca's. Did you want to talk about that? Go ahead. Okay. So Rebecca's final one is also a dark beer, an Imperial Stout to be specific. Now this is by Trillium, and they are out of Boston, Massachusetts, slash Canton, Massachusetts. Um, And this is their Adjunction Junction. And it's an Imperial Stout with coconut, vanilla, pecan, almond, and coffee. And it is 11.2% alcohol. So we had this at the brewery. We did. And I remember thinking, it's good. It also was really kind of hot out that day, too, though. Abnormally, like, warm. So I'm wondering yes, if that maybe right. had something. So maybe our situation is a little different. It's pouring kind of gross. That's Trillium for you. It's, like, muddy. Yep, that's Trillium. That's that. There's a lot of that with Trillium. You don't remember that? It It was like that when we... Had, um, oh my god, 
It looks so, like dirty dishwater. So th- that's the thing, because they don't, like, they don't refine things. They don't, like, clear the beers up. They just, however it is, it is. And you you have to know, like, they put in coconut, almond, pecan, vanilla, coffee. Like, that's going to yeah. make it murky. This reminds me of how the beers come out at The Answer in yeah. Richmond. They had their fluffer nutter stout uh, that, was that looks exactly like this. See, now yours, mine looks better than yours, I think. I mean, to be honest, this beer's ugly as shit. It looks like literally, it looks like dookie water. Yeah, it looks like that's what I was gonna say. It looks like dookie water. Like it's, it looks disgusting. Okay, let's (laughs) not go too far. You can't see through it. There's no head to it, like at all. It looks disgusting. Hopefully, it smells good. It smells really sweet. Yeah, it does smell super sweet. I'm getting the coconut. Are you? And coconut. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. Um, yeah, the the chocolatiness is coming off more cocoa, mm-hmm. like you're saying. I definitely get the coffee in there. The coffee mm-hmm. smells nice. I'm getting, I'm, I feel like I'm perceiving nutty. There's no way I could pick out yeah. the specific nuts. Well, if you were going to give me the two nuts and say, do you smell almond or pecan? I, I would, would probably lean more, where would you lean? Pecan. Yes, me too. Definitely. Yeah, I don't, I, I feel like if you give me that choice, I'm like, I don't smell almond, I smell pecan. But that's kind of the problem, is when you're putting nuts together, it's a little harder to discern nut Wait, they from have... nut. I get the, va- I'm getting the vanilla now, too. And I mean, I'm getting everything. Are you getting macadamia? Wait, there's macadamia nuts in there? Yeah. Where? It's not on there, is it? Oh, shit. I didn't read that. Yes. <laughs> macadamia nuts in there. I'm sorry. So it's an imperial stout with macadamia nuts, vanilla, coconut, pecan, almond, and coffee. The problem is... It's kind of too much. It's not... With the way the label is, it's not written out normally with it. It is... Like on train cars. Yeah, on train cars in the design of the label. So you have to, like, find it. So there's a few logos on here. I guess it was a collaboration. Because there's Trillium, there's Monkish... There's someone I don't know who it is. It's like a cloud. And then there's the veil logos on there. You see? On there. So I guess it was a big collaboration. All right. I'm going to go in and try it. As I smell it more, it's starting to smell fudgy. It is very fudgy, yeah. It tastes fudgy. And it tastes fudgy. It's like super sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. I want to like this beer. Because it has all the flavors I like, but I just don't. It's too much. That's too much. It's just, you don't know, really know what you're drinking, and it just kind of tastes too sweet. That beer is, in the words of Wilford Brimley, diabetes. <laughs> that is diabetes in a glass. Oh my god. I mean, I'm not perceiving the alcohol, I guess. I mean, it's literally like those ingredients liquefied. It doesn't present like a beer. No. At all. It's just like, I mean, you you could say that this is some sort of like... After dinner drink cordial. Yes, basically. Like, like think, think something like Bailey's. It's kind of like a Bailey's type thing. Like, okay. it's creamy like that. It's got like those rich, decadent flavors to it. I mean, yeah. if, I could see people really being into this. I'm just not because it doesn't present like a beer at all to me, and it looks really gross. Like it looks revolting. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't know if it's revolting. I mean, that's not like a huge selling point. Like, look what this beer looks like. 
Although, with hazy beers it is, so I guess I spoke too soon on that, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah. There is something about leading with your eyes. Like, it's a legitimate thing. People lead with their eyes on things. If you get a sampler or a pour at the brewery and it looks like this, you're going to be like, what the hell is that? Yeah. I I have nothing else to say. (laughs) I do. And it is... What I will point out is the 11.2% alcohol is well-masked. Yes. Why because of the that? flavors. Yeah. Did you? Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. You I were was... too busy probably ranting. Yeah. I was just saying I'm not perceiving the alcohol. Too busy staring at Dookie water. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it tastes very, very fudgy. Yeah, I think we, I think we already bought this, and then we tried it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I, I do get, I don't get the macadamia nut out of it. Do I really get nuts at all? Do you get nuts? It's so chocolatey and fudgy. I can't get nut flavors out of it. I get some of the coconut. I definitely get the coffee, vanilla, and chocolate. Like, that's it. So, like, the nuts, three different nuts are totally lost in the flavor. I wonder what, who decided that they needed three different nuts. I mean, they probably did test batches. Was my is my assumption? Yeah. Hmm. But because you have all those nuts in there, does that mean you're getting protein? To some degree, you gotta <laughs> no, be right. No. Come on, the nut proteins are in there. No. Um. Yeah, that beer does not work for me, dude. That's so I'm, disgustingly sweet. And what's sad is like. Because I think sweet. we were, I think when we were there, they had like just had that release, and then you could buy like a special glass, and mm-hmm. the glasses had sold out, but they still had some of their beer. And I was like, oh, I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, we're so lucky we we can get this. And we're like, now you're not. <laughs> that probably, I thought we paid twenty five dollars or something ridiculous for it, just for that. I don't remember. I would hope not. Jesus, I would have probably could put the kibosh on that. Um. No, you probably were like, whatever you want. No, that's true. Because we're on vacation, and that's I true. already spent $100 on beer. So you know there are, you know, there there are, like, artisan chocolate bars that have a bunch of, like, spices and all sorts of different things in them. It tastes like one of those liquefied, I feel like. Like, if you handed that to me and had me drink it and be like, it's a liquefied. Okay, so even even better than that. Remember when we went down to Asheville and we went to French Broad Chocolates? Yes, and you had sipping. You got the sipping chocolate. We had sipping chocolate. It tastes like they're sipping chocolate with like spices added. Basically, yeah. that's what it tastes like. I mean, it's not really. It's not recognizable as a beer. Yeah, it's just not. I would say in a uh, in a certain circumstance, I could. You could drink find it. pleasure in drinking this. Yeah. Sure, but yeah. You know, like as an after dinner, yeah, just sipping. Uh, but it's just overall not working for me. Yeah, especially when we just had three beers that yeah. like taste like beer and yeah. are like and really good. So okay, ranking time. Your feelings? Okay, I not know. hard for me. Go ahead. Not hard for you? Nope. Go ahead. Um, my first one. Do you want to guess my first one? Is the Rare Barrel. It really is. Yeah. That's the Home Sour Home Golden Sour Beer aged in oak barrels with peaches, cinnamon, and vanilla bean. Yeah. So that's my first one. Awesome. Then I'm going to say Fall. 
That is the Maine Beer Company's uh, Coffee Stout. And, yep, then the Older Pro. Yes, that is the Goza Aged in Chardonnay Barrels with Black Currants. And then uh, a Junction Junction. The Imperial Stout with all that stuff. We just talked about it, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I am going with the exact same order. Oh, really? Yes. I thought you were going to maybe switch... Well, you Those know, I, I thought about putting the old, old pro, older pro ahead of the yeah. fall, and those two are like really, yeah, really close I, for I, me. I, me too. But just the fact that I was so impressed with the execution of a just straight up coffee, coffee stout, stout, yeah, gave it that little yeah. edge for me. That rare barrel beer is ridiculous, yeah. like. I love that beer. That beer is kick-ass. I feel like maybe we'll need to order some more online well, of their stuff. Give it a go. I don't know if we need to order any more beer. Well, at some point, maybe. So, yeah. So, obviously, my number one's a Rare Barrel. Number two, Fall. But super close with that yeah. and the Older Pro. Uh, and way, way, way behind all those is the Adjunction Junction. Yeah. Like, I'm, I was like... The rare barrel was a, was a clear victor for me. Yeah. And then the two and three were so close. But those beers are so good. And then the adjunction junction, I was just like, meh, clear fourth. Yeah. I Way agree. down there. I agree. Meh. Okay, so I guess what we'll do is we'll work through our top three beers when we stop podcasting. And then see how we feel about drinking more adjunction junction after I we're done with those three beers. I don't think we're going to. We'll find out. Yeah. I mean, Maybe. Because it'll be dessertish, we're still gonna eat dinner, so I don't know. But you know, mm, I just pour more of that fall. Yeah, it's impressive how like appropriate that beer is for the time and the name, and yeah, it's, it's refreshing. Just, um... But it's kind of a little. I mean, it's a little confusing in a sense because like I just don't experience coffee stouts like that. Yeah, it's good. It's very rare, so. Okay. Anyway, awesome episode. Thanks again, Rebecca. Who knows what we'll have for the next Cellar Dive. There were so many beers. It's kind of weird that there's no brewery beer. Well, there's a reason for that. Because I've been doing the the brewery-specific episodes, which I decided to start doing it that way because otherwise a lot of these Cellar Dives would have brewery beers on it. Our cellar, cellar, a.k.a. storage closet. has a lot of brewery (laughs) beers. I'd have to go through and recount, but the last time I had done a count, which has been months and months and months ago, I had like 32 different Ugh. beers from the brewery. Yeah. yeah. So it may be more, it may be less, because we have been working on it with help of my society, uh, brewery society beers episodes. But, you know, but legitimately, like when we were getting ready for this episode, we were picking our beers. I had my hand on so many different beers. I was like, well, maybe this one, well, maybe this one. The only one that I clearly knew I wanted to put in was the Rare Barrel because I've been sitting on it for a few months now, like two, three months I've been sitting on it, and I've just been chomping at the bit to get to it because it sounds so good, and it is. I think that's funny because you have other beers down there that you've been sitting on for. I just pulled up a, and this might end up on one of the Society episodes, Brewery Society episodes, I just pulled up and put in the refrigerator a six-year-old Tart of Darkness. And I didn't intentionally age <laughs> age it. It was just there. You're going to have to wait till someone else besides me is with you to drink that. Maybe. Could be a Kyle Norman. Yeah. 
We'll have to see how it is. That's one of my favorite sours by the brewery, to be honest. That's awesome. Okay. I need to go eat dinner. Yes, both of us do. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. If you have anything you want to tell us, suggestions, whatever, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. All the social medias, you know it. Um, do us a solid. Do us a solid? Do us a solid. Talk to people about this podcast. Just spread the word. That's the best way to do it. Also, if there are people who are interested in like film things and unboxing and particularly horror, I actually am doing a YouTube channel where I'm putting a bunch of like movie reviews and unboxings and horror related stuff on there. So that's, you can just search my name, Carlin Cook. Just look for that. I guess the only other thing we can end with is... Keep it brutal. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.